Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Lanville, I just slammed one of those leftover slices of pizza from yesterday. Woo! That's the way you do it. Play the guitar on the MTV. You know what that guitar. song means? Let's get smarter, shall we? Let's go to the BetQL guest line. Money savvy, baby. Money savvy. Talk to our friend, Mr. Ben White. Morning Money Ben, chief economic correspondent for Politico. Ben, what's up, man? Thanks for making time with us. Play the guitar on your MTV. That never fails to fire me up, man. Thank you. The guitar part especially. It's a great, uh, how are great my uh, brethren doing? How are you guys doing? We're good, man. So, dude, we're kind of we're kind of rolling with the punches here as the commanders are on the search yep. for an offensive coordinator. And, I, and an owner. And an owner. That's true. We'll get there. Um, yeah. Are you paying – like, you are a hardcore fan, but yeah. I think for a lot of fans – you kind of check out once the season ends and then check back in a little later. Uh, how, how much How much is the search for a new OC on your radar? Uh, minimally. Like, I'll notice it if it pops on ESPN or somewhere else. Like, I know, uh, you know, Zampezi and Bevel. Like, I know a couple of the names, but I don't spend a lot of time uh, on it. I mean, I'm much more focused on the sale aspect because I think everything – flows from that and your reporting this week has been great on that uh, i know you've broken some news uh, so congrats to you that uh, sounds like bezos is fading a little bit but yeah on oc i spend a little less time thinking qb i spend a fair amount of time thinking about because you know coach i mean obviously you need the right offensive coordinator but i'll leave it to, to you all to figure that out uh qb is really interesting as is the sale story uh which is like by far the biggest one yeah the sale is the biggest we, we felt that but when you start looking at the football, well, we really care about the people that are watching the game. You know, the sale, yeah, we want to know who the owner is. Yeah. But that's for people who has, what, nine figures or more? Yeah, <laughs> that type yeah, of deal. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. for them. It all sort of flows from that, right? Plus also yeah. the idea of moving back into the city. Like, I think people care about that. But I agree with you that that's all numbers and billionaires. So what's and the biggest story after that? When, when you start thinking about what you care about, what's yeah. the biggest story for you? Probably QB, um, QB and head coach. Um, like, and I like what I saw from Howell. Is he a number one? Uh, who knows? But he's definitely, you know, viable in uh, a training camp as a possible pencil in number one or two. But then what do you do? Do you go uh, free agency? Not great options there. Uh, the draft, I, I don't know. They're not going to get one of the top two or three unless they pull off some crazy trade up. So I, I'm kind of really unclear on what they do at the quarterback position in terms of somebody competing with Howell. I think it, you know everybody else is pretty much done. How, how comfortable would you be rolling into the season 
with Howell? I mean, not super comfortable without, you know, some veteran presence behind him uh, that could be counted on in case he turns into a bust and, you know, you got somebody got to roll out there. But, I, you know, I liked what I saw. You know, he threw the pick, but uh, he was playing against first team team. Dallas defense and, and moved the ball and scored some points. So he gets a shot, but I, I would want some comfort in, in somebody competing with him in camp and being a potential one or two. But think about it, though. We've gone from three years is going to take us to build this thing. So yeah. We went with – we had Taylor, which a lot of people like, but we – many people have come to the, to, the, to the idea that he's basically a, a top-notch backup. Exactly. You got a fifth yeah, round quarterback now. Now you're trying to say you, the fifth round quarterback is your number one. Yeah, he's the only number one, the only guy that you're really going to be bringing back. That makes sense. And are we satisfied with that as fans? Though I mean, right. it's like we've gotten to a point where things have gotten so bad to where we're like, oh, okay, then we could do that. We could Instead do that, of still yeah. looking. I mean, and then the two, the two guys. Maybe you know more, but uh, you know that'll obviously be available. Derek Carr and Justin Fields. Um, I don't car forget. It. I really don't want to mess around with car field is more intriguing because you know, he's so mobile, but he's not a great passer. And, you know, you got to be able to pass in this league in addition to, to run the way he does. I, I don't think he's gotten a fair shake uh, really where he is, but those are the two names that come up the most. And uh, I'm not super psyched on either one. Um, yeah. The field, I don't know what the bears are going to do there. That's a fascinating situation. Dude, this will be controversial, and somebody will yeah. put it on a tweet board, and I'll get yelled at about. If you're gonna, if you're gonna swing for Fields, swing all yeah. the way and go get Bryce Young. Go get the number one pick. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I exactly. I, and, and dude, I think you're right. If, if the ownership transition and and who knows what's coming in the I future, that that'll work. <laughs> if I'm Ron right now, it's like, yo, I don't know who's in charge. I'm just gonna sign this paper and give the Bears three number ones and two twos. Hell, yep. At least you'd be yeah, fired up. All in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no, true. I, I don't see it happening, but at, at Probably least. Not, but yeah, I would prefer that over certainly, you know, just straight up Derek Carr or something. Um, just swing for the fences to try to get the number one and get a franchise quarterback. Because what I knows we need one, man. And here's the problem we're talking with our friend Ben White from Politico. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Morning Money Ben. You can watch him on CNBC. Um, everything, everything circles back to ownership. And the, and, the, and, the, and the flux, the limbo, because I don't think they're going to sign Carr. Frankly, I'm out on Carr. But to yeah, do so, you're guaranteeing them probably 100 mil, right? And that means yep. a $100 million check has to go into escrow. That's the rules. Yeah. Yep. Who's doing it? You, I mean, yeah. people want to talk about Lamar. Mm. Lamar would require a $200 million check going into escrow. Oh, forget it. Yeah, that's not happening. I mean, all of it. Like, I just don't see any of that stuff happening because there is such flux. I wanted right. to ask you something specific, Ben. Sure. I read an article today from the Philadelphia Vo- the Philly Voice, which I think is like an independent newspaper, yep. um, kind of similar to the Washington City, City paper. paper. Um, yep. And this is really well-researched. This is by Kyle Newbeck who I've reached out to to try to get on the program. Um, mm-hmm. So, obviously, Philly cares about the rumored, speculative suggestion that Josh Harris could try to buy the Commanders. Josh Harris, right. Harris Blitzer Sports and Entertainment, is the ownership group that owns the Sixers. And and basically, the reporting here is that Harris, when they were – because they were heavy-duty in on the Denver Broncos, yep. right? And that they toured the facility. They met with the top-ranking officials. 
They did all of this stuff. And then they couldn't compete with Walmart money. Well, and even more so, Walmart was was absent during the whole bidding process, and then just came in at the end. Yeah, a little bit like what's going on. It's doing setting right now? up to sound like Bezos, but in this article, it says that Harris, perhaps because of the Denver situation, hasn't really done much in the in the due diligence touring any of that with Washington. Does that right. tell you that they're wary of a Bezos bid? Or maybe they've seen how this goes and you don't want to get too invested until the end? Yeah, I think it's probably both of those things. Um, and, and maybe some of the concern among Philly folks that it's some conflict of interest on a, a Philly team and a Washington team, which it really isn't. But um, I could see that. But, yeah, if you sort of went all in and then got – swept out by you know big money coming in late uh you'd naturally want to hang back a little bit maybe see what bezos is going to do you know as you reported it snyder doesn't seem to want to sell to bezos and bezos could go after the seahawks which would make some sense but be complicated uh, but yeah if i'm josh harris uh and his crew uh, I, i'm not rushing to the offices of the investment bankers to put all my cards on the table yet you know play a little coy see how it rolls for the next month or so and then you know have your stuff ready to go you know when it's time like have your offer and all of the details of it you know worked out when you come to it but don't don't rush so that would be my guess and he seems of among uh, the ones you listed as the most likely if it's not bezos but as you said you can't rule him out until it's done because he could come in at any time with any amount of money and sweep it up um, so I, yeah, I would say Harris seems most likely, and then uh, you know Bezos sweep in, and after that, I don't know. I know in most situations when you're buying a team like this, you don't worry about the fan base. <laughs> but yeah, no, you, you're, no, you're no, based no. in Philadelphia where the fan base is serious and impactful, yeah. and if you're going to get a, a team, the football team, the <laughs> Washington Commanders, yeah. and they are the Philadelphia God. Eagles, how yeah. does this team will make those fans make noise? Because yeah, they like that. everybody in their town. And I just wonder how that could affect anything happening like that. Or in the, will it be a concern where he might want to sell the Sixers? I, dude, I, that's what I The Phoenix Suns just got sold for $4 billion. What are the Sixers worth? Off the Sixers, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that would be the move, right? That would be the move to alleviate all of that. Sell the Sixers, buy yeah. the commanders, and, do, and go that way. I mean, maybe, I don't know him. Maybe he wants to be in his heart of hearts an NFL owner and not an NBA owner. And he's uh, from, he's from the area. I, I just yeah. think, yo, the Sixers with Embiid and the NBA mark, like television and marketing deals, the Sixers have to be close to the top of their value. Like, yep. that is a really high-functioning team. So if you yep. could sell them, if Phoenix goes for four, I, in my mind, Philly's got to be four and a half for the Sixers. Yeah, not five, yeah, sure. If not uh, five, and then you're able yeah. to buy an NFL team that has underperformed for 20 years, it's like buying a fixer-upper on the best block in, in DuPont or in Potomac. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, hey, I got to paint this and get some new hardwood floors on this thing, yep. but we can make some value here. There you go. We can make some value here in a number of ways. We can put this team where it's supposed to be and, uh, you know, hopefully make a lot of money that way off, you know, new fans, new marketing, all that stuff, huge opportunity there. And as you say, it's a fixer-upper. But it's not a dilapidated, rundown garbage house. You know, it's like medium house with some solid, you know, undergirding. Like the bones are good, yeah. particularly on defense. Like I don't want to waste this defense. You know, it needs some. Uh, they got a really bowls. nice master bedroom, but exactly, you know, needs but new you windows. Need Call Paul Henry. Yeah, precisely. Well, let's let's not 
jump too far ahead of ourselves since they don't have an answer at quarterback. So it's like, you know, I don't know what you'd be missing. Like it has no heating and AC or something, some major. Right, right, right. It has, looking at, it has no doors. But when you try to bring <laughs> the Eagles in, when you try to bring the 76ers in their value, you think inside of Philadelphia is worth more than a lot of stuff out there in Arizona? I don't know. Say it's worth four. But then you you yeah. got four in the bank. You're buying this joint for six, six and a half. Like the, the numbers really make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, they do. Ben, I wanted to ask you this, kind of sure. your, your wheelhouse here, talking with our friend Ben White from Politico, chief economic correspondent. All of a sudden, at least what I'm reading, I don't know that I feel it at the gas pump or at the grocery store, yeah. but people, But what I'm reading is inflation is getting better. Yeah. It, is it? Like, what's yeah. what's happening? Unless you're buying eggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is getting better. It's just getting kind of slowly better. But the last couple of prints we've had on consumer price index and the, the PCE, personal consumption index, the two kind of big ones that the Fed looks at are making progress on a monthly basis. And uh, wage gains have slowed down a little bit, which is good in the sense that they can get passed on as inflation. I mean, you want wages going up, as we've talked about, but not super fast. Uh, so, yeah, the news has generally been good, but not you know super great on that. So we'll still get a couple more interest rate hikes. But what we talked about is like the Goldilocks situation. The Fed gets it right, you know, tightens just enough to – bring inflation down without causing recession is possible. Now, I didn't think that, you know, a month or two ago. I thought they were going to have to do more cuts faster to beat inflation, and then we'd have recession. We still might, but I, I think they have a shot at pulling it off with without a recession, which is pretty uh, remarkable given where we were a couple months ago. Yeah, man. But so how does – so inflation just kind of slows down, and then hopefully people make more money, and then it kind of yeah, evens yeah. out? Yeah, the idea is you want wages to be growing a little bit faster than inflation. So, you know, you get more money in your pocket um, and stuff doesn't cost you more. But when you have a situation like we have now where you have a really tight labor market and people competing and driving wages up, um, you know, too high, uh, that makes employers raise their prices on stuff and then overall inflation goes up. So it's a delicate balance. Yes, wage gains are good and should be a little bit over inflation, but they can't be roaring out of control uh, or overall inflation spikes. So we could spend three hours in a seminar uh, <laughs> going through exactly how all that works. Right. But I'm not thinking your your listeners are into that as much as the Bezos story. But that's, I, no, yeah. I think I think our listeners love a solid five minutes. Our yeah. yeah. listeners yeah. may not be involved, but we involved with the uh, with the wage wage yeah. going up. We could speak on behalf of the entire radio industry that we'd love to see a wage go. explosion. I know that much. Yeah, right. Well, you wouldn't because then if you got a whole big wage explosion, then all of the stuff you buy uh, would go up along with it and maybe more than it, and your wage explosion would be evaporated. All right, so not an explosion, one, significant uptick. Uh, we just need, this, yeah, exactly. we just need, well, we just need a little spark. <laughs> a spark. I'm going to yeah, tell exactly. you, I know anyway, already. <laughs> all right. They're charging for more than what the hell we're getting. Hey, Ben, yeah, thank you. you is things are getting better. Uh, not perfect yet, but getting better. Thank you, buddy. Always appreciate it. All right, brother. Later. That's our friend Ben White. Follow him at Morning Money Ben. 15 minutes. We try a new segment. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.